Welcome to the Creating Salon Success Podcast, where you will find educational and inspiring interviews to help you create your dream salon. And here's your beauty salon, systemization expert, spa owner, and entrepreneur, Louisa Ashforth. Hi, I'm Louisa. I'm here today with Janine, and Janine's going to talk to us today about the joys of managing a business as well as working in a job. So, and also that difficult decision as to whether to start your business full time. So I'm not going to tell you too much about Janine. I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit more about her journey and how she's got where she is today. So she's very inspiring, but um, you can find that out yourselves. So Janine, thank you so much for coming on today. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so if you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself, Janine, and just tell us how you, your journey sort of where you are today, if you don't mind, please. Yeah, no, thank you for inviting me, Louise, and I'm really excited about today. You know I can talk quite a lot, so you just have to, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah um, uh, I've, I, my, I'm Janine. I've worked uh, full-time since I was 17 years old. I've never had any time off work, and um, I've, my, career, my career's been really quite successful. I never thought I'd get where I would get to, but you know, I did, I kept pushing it. It was very important to me and I was very career-minded, very driven and ambitious, um, you know, and, and I, I was quite successful at it and I, and I keep having to pat myself on the back for that. Fantastic, so a, absolutely. <laughs> you know, being a success in a high-pressure job, where it's obviously, it has its challenges and for me, what I do is I try and uh, find alternative ways to, to relieve stress one yeah. of the things that I do is mountain biking. So that's why, so there's two elements to my life. I suppose there's three when you think about family. <laughs> of course, just minor detail. <laughs> <laughs> it's work-life balance. <laughs> Got yeah. it right. Um, so yeah, so I'd, um, I'd go out and I'd ride my bikes just to keep, you know, mentally I needed to do that. So as, as I, going back a number of years, uh, I've been man, riding mountain bikes now since about, well, 15 to 20 years um, and I started and it wasn't a sport that was uh, involved many women at all at that particular time so I did get a little bit tired about not having to have any um, ladies clothing and I did I, I wasn't I was inspired to think right okay I'm sick of wearing guys clothes I need to do something about this yeah feel a bit but, more feminine <laughs> yeah to be a bit more feminine you were just wearing the guys clothes that were just the size small and in black that were you know that's all that were on offer for you yeah so what I did is uh, I thought about it and, you know, I, it were mulling around in the back of my mind for many, many, many years. Um, and I just one day I just thought, right, OK, this is a big itch that I need to scratch. It wouldn't go away. I needed to do something about it. Uh, and I did. So I met this designer and she um, she was quite inspired by the fact that she was a fashion designer. She yeah. hadn't embarked on a career in any of the sportswear. Um, so it was something completely different for her and she was really up for the challenge. So we worked together for a couple of years and it took two, it actually, because after two years to get from a concept in my mind to actually have physical clothing to be able to sell online. Wow, so that's quite um, very determined then to get out. That's quite a long time, isn't it? Yeah, it, yes, it was. And, and, you know, you're always thinking about, um, am I doing the right thing? Um, and I tend to go with the flow. You know, if it feels right, we we have to do it. But there were times where I did think, "Am I doing the right thing?" Um, being quite successful in the in my career in what I did for work and talking to people about the specialties that I that I experienced in, uh, and then just transferring over to a ladies' mountain bike clothing range, setting up a business on my own, 
um, not knowing anything about business, I had a real, real dip in confidence because one, I think I was really quite fearful of how people would receive this clothing that I designed that was my passion that I'd put my heart and soul into. And I think for a, a short period of time, Louisa, I felt like, you know, I was reluctant to put it out there. And I think if I had the time over again, I would have just bitten the bullet, just gone for it because, and just seen what happened. I'd, I dilly dallied too long, you know, because I were, I were, I were very tentative. Yeah. Because, you know. Well, baby, until you point it out there and if, what if someone doesn't like it? You know, it's quite scary. It's quite a vulnerable position to be in, isn't it? Um, yeah, it were absolutely, I was so vulnerable. And, you know, and, I, and I, the confidence, it just took a bit of a nosedive. I felt like I was a 16 year old girl again, just starting my first job. I didn't know anything about it, but I knew that what I needed to do was have a lot of self-development so yeah. I did a lot of networking I um read a lot of books about owning your business own business um particularly in sales obviously I needed to sell yeah. <laughs> never got an experience in selling the only thing that I've got is that I'm good at talking to people <laughs> <laughs> relationships then that's a big part of selling isn't it it is it is and you know and and as time went on I realized that you know you just have to be yourself and you just yeah. have to talk to people just to get your your, your brand out there but embarking on that was I was absolutely terrified I, I could stand up in 100 people and talk to them about any, all the work that I do on a day-to-day -day basis around my, my professional career but telling standing up in a networking event telling people that I've got a ladies mountain bike clothing range and I provide this service wonderful service and it fits in all the right places and it's tailored for ladies it makes them look some they look and feel great when they're out riding the bike you know and that was really 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 uncomfortable for me to be yeah. fair well, good on you for doing that and you can tell obviously by what you've done that you will overcome challenges and I think in business there are a lot of challenges to overcome so you like even though you felt vulnerable and nervous you have kind of like took the ball by the horns and hit it head on really haven't you and gone to these events and because I think they networking events are very very daunting I think I'm a like you I'm a chap and very confident person but when you go there I feel like it, it's very very nerve-wracking yeah, you know, it, abs it absolutely is, you know, because eyes are on you and like you, like we've said, it's your baby, it's, it's your passion, it's something that you put your heart and soul into and you want people to receive it well, you know. I think after about, um, when, I started, when I started doing, uh, when I started getting my name out there and trying to get the brand out there, it was very difficult for me in, in a sense that I felt embarrassed to talk about it, yeah. you know. I had to do it, I had to really, really dig deep inside because... I was just so, like I said before, I was just so fearful that I was just going to get rejected. But I then, can relate to that um, with my, obviously, you know, I've got my skincare range and uh, just to tell people that I've done it, you feel a bit like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's mine. And like almost hanging your head when really you should be stood there proud. Being, stood yeah, there proud. Yeah, yeah. This and good on you, Janine, for doing that. I mean, I've actually got one of your tops and it does fit amazingly. So I can actually vouch oh, Thank you. <laughs> my first experience. I don't do mountain biking, but I actually use it for running. And because I feel a bit self-conscious at the top of my arms, um, it covers. So it's perfect. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I'm glad do you like it, Louisa? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Uh, there, so. I don't digress. Well, yeah. <laughs> so oh. I am. Um, so just going up, talking about. It took me about, I would say, nine months to actually be comfortable talking about yeah. the business that that I that I'd got, that I that I'd created, the products that I'd created. 
Um, I felt like at first I didn't really take full ownership of it because of the rejection that I was going to get. But then you just have to, through the self-development, through talking to other business owners, through uh, having conversations with them and understanding how they actually felt when they were starting their business really helped because we're all in it together, you know, in some ways you're all supporting each other. And I had key people that I could go to and just have a bit of a conversation that just built me up and then like yourself, <laughs> you know, they just filled me up and just said, right, just get it out there. Just put it out there. Stop yeah. thinking about it too much. Because that was it. Sorry, go on. No, no, I was going to say, you've got to use those people around you, haven't you? And you've got to create that almost accountability little team. And yeah, yeah we did have lots of cups of tea, didn't we, over? Yeah. Chatting and getting your stuff out there. And I think yeah. it's really, really important to have those people that will kick you up the bum and say, come on. Do it. Get your, get your act together, you know, mm. just, you're not going to know what reception you're going to get if you don't get it out there. So, mm. like I said, I had to dig, dig, dig quite deep, do a lot of self-development, rely on other people as well to just build me up and, you know, just keep me going, keep me motivated. Um, I mean, what I did find quite useful was that um, I thought that, you know, you needed to set yourself goals of what you wanted to achieve, set yourself objectives. And I found that um, because that's the way I work in my professional career, it was easily transferable over to, you know, um, doing that in, in my business. So I set myself objectives. Um, what, what the challenges that I did find with that though, Louisa, was the fact that because I was working full time, I was working long hours, I was working about six hours a week, the headspace wasn't there to be able to, you know, focus on the business how I really, really wanted to. And I think in hindsight, what I probably could have done then is, got outsourced somebody to do some social media for me because I think that the business would have progressed a lot faster if I'd have got somebody to do it and help me with that. Um, that's about confidence again though isn't it and thinking yeah. you're so you're putting your brand and you out there you're feeling very vulnerable so you sort of think well what if it doesn't work and then it's an expense and then your mind starts going into overdrive and just speaking about mine I'm just going to backtrack a little bit because I often talk about mindset and it sounds like you've got an amazing mindset to keep yourself driven and focused but do you agree that that has played a massive part in, in keeping you going just keeping a very and like the things that you have to do to keep a positive mindset like your self-development like your networking groups keeping yourself accountable they're all very integral parts of, of getting your business out there a little bit more aren't they? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think on a, you know, you might, I think, I think there's a couple of things, there's a self-discipline, you know, yeah. doing what you need to do, uh, setting yourself goals. I've got, um, got it here. Ooh. Oh, yay! This is really, really useful because it's got a planner for the week, it's got successes from last week, my goals for this week, um, you know, the gratitude log, and I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in stuff like this, and I, and I yeah. think planning for the next week, while ever it's down in this little book, you know, you just you just pick it up in the morning, you write down what you need to do, you, you open it again at the night, and you do what you need to do then for the next day. So I think that having something like that, and all it needs is five minutes. It's yeah. five minutes of your day, which is absolutely minimal. And I think it's important and it's key just to take that time to focus on that five minutes, just to think, give yourself some headspace, think about what you need to be doing in your business. Yeah. Um, I find it really, really, really useful. Like I say, sometimes it'll, I'll get home at night and I think, oh God, I forgot to do it this morning, now we're in a rush. And it's just make, getting up that few minutes earlier just to be able to pick that book up, 
get your planner out and you know and, and just fill it in so I, I always I do that and, and that's something that I really well I say religiously do every day sometimes like I said it gets to the evening or a day goes by and I, and I wonder why I'm not as motivated or I'm not yeah. feeling as as good as what I normally do and it's because I've not done something like that because it just it does take a lot of determination and motivation and discipline to follow up on stuff like that yeah, it does play a big part yeah but that helps with the mindset as well because the gratitude and you know the positivity that comes with it um you know you're saying the right things to yourself i mean in the beginning when i was talk when i was just going back when i was talking about the, the, my lack of confidence i it, it was the things that i was saying to myself that that were that were making me feel the yeah. way that i were feeling we're, you know so we're all culprits of that though aren't we that negative yeah. in and you've got to control that mind haven't you to be like stop it janine or stop yeah. it <laughs> yeah because sometimes you don't notice that you're doing it until you start feeling a little bit off and then you think well actually what yeah. am i actually saying to myself you know i'm actually saying that oh god nobody's gonna like it what i could put this out and what if this happens and you know and i'm not confident i don't know what i'm doing i don't feel like i know what i'm doing i don't know where to pitch it i don't know what to do and because you're feeling like that you end you, you just you just end up on a downward spiral so key i think key for me is just having having the planner the mindset comes with it do a lot of development i do a bit of meditation as well that's that's yeah. I, I, I like the meditation side of things and all that needs to be is just five ten minutes again yeah. i struggle um, with meditation and i'm always telling people that but it's so integral and can be so like crucial to your mindset can't it just yeah re reset a little bit i think yeah yeah so yeah uh, you're you're absolutely you're absolutely right. You know you do you do need to be able to. Sometimes we go off balance, don't we? We go out of balance. Definitely. And, definitely. You know, and it, as as time's going on, as I'm getting a little bit more mature, <laughs> a bit older. <laughs> you know, I as you will call it. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Um, you're a bit more self-aware, and yeah. you know. A day or two will go by when I realise I'm getting a little bit out of balance and I just do a little bit of a readjustment, have a tailored specific meditation to to like, you know, just pull me around and balance me out again and then I feel I feel okay, you know. So so yeah. And like I said, mindset is a massive, a massive thing in my in my life, you know, because we we've, we've got to be positive. You've got to try and even in the current day, the situation that we're in at the moment, yeah. it's very, very difficult for people to, to be positive. Oh yeah positive absolutely um yeah i agree with that it's it's so difficult and especially um for salons we're obviously all closed so it's really difficult you can sort of you know i think you've got to do a lot of things at home to keep that mindset um you know in a good place really um so when obviously let's just backtrack a little bit so obviously you you work and then you've got your business and do you you did mention a little bit about outsourcing and, and wish you'd have sort of done that a little bit more um in the beginning and maybe you'd have got a bit further a bit quicker so what sort of things could you have outsourced if you'd have you know thought about it and realized what things were available i suppose um well i, I... In, in some ways, I mean, the reason why I didn't outsource was one fear because I were I were worried that somebody weren't going to deliver on what I were going to ask them to do. Um, uh, second was um, I wanted to learn to do it myself. You yeah, know, I that. because that that's something that I've not done. I've never I've never done anything like this before. So mm -hmm. right, okay, let me educate myself. Let me find out what I need to, what I need to do and learn. So I wanted to learn uh, how to do it myself and just yeah. dip my toe in it a little bit. Um, 
I think specifically it would it would be the social media aspect of things, the branding, the building your brand, getting it out there, the um, all the you know the social media platforms and the way that they change the algorithms and oh, things like that. Trying to keep up with that, you know, and if you've got somebody in an area it was specific. Who's specific to that area and who knows those inside and out it's so much more quicker for them to do it than it is for you to start learning and you're not knowing enough about it so you're just yeah. bumbling along and not really getting the uh, reach that you actually want to be able to get your brand out there so I think for me it was it was specifically the social media um, and the marketing aspect of, of the business that that I would have pro I probably in hindsight I should probably should have um, outsource that uh, and just to get the brand out a bit quicker yeah do you know um, what i've often uh, found that i think um speaking from experience myself i feared putting it out there or when i did outsource people weren't delivering what i expected mm -hmm. now i don't entirely think it's their fault i think some of it was mine and because i i think because we don't have such an understanding of social media or different things or, or we might not have done back in the beginning that you you haven't got a strategy in place and when people talk about a strategy for people who are very new to it you think I, I don't understand what you mean surely you know the strategy because you're a social media expert that's what I was thinking I thought they should have my strategy and they should know but how can they know what's in your head and I think this is a bit of a battle for for you and for them because you want to do it yourself because you know what you're trying to say but we don't know how to put it out there so it's about sometimes finding that right person that can help you with that strategy or if you know what you want to put out there be very very clear on on what it is you need to get like how you need to get your product out there and what you need to say and then maybe that's when we can feel more comfortable outsourcing. yeah I think you're absolutely right Louisa and I think I, in some ways I was fearful that the passion that I'd got for mountain biking and for my clothing range wasn't going to come across yeah. if somebody else were doing it you know and it, it, it's almost it, it we're more I wanted it to be a bit more personalized yeah um, again it's, it's you know it's your baby you want people to see how you want them to see yeah, yeah. you don't want someone else's spin on it you want yours but we don't have enough experience so it's, it's a very difficult situation um I think it, like I said it's just a constant battle for yourself it is, yeah yeah, yeah it, is, it is a constant a constant battle I don't think that there were any there would have been anything else that I could have uh, outsourced at that time because yeah. my products were being made you know and it was it was uh, it was something that I was doing alongside my full-time edu uh, education <laughs> my full-time job taking us back <laughs> my full-time job um I was quite for in a, in a fortunate well I say I was in a position where I reduced my hours down at work okay. um to focus on uh, building the business yeah. which I thought and I thought you know I took that time to be able to do that and I was you know and I thought the effort that I put in it was con it was constant yeah you know and I did do that the effort that I put in like I said I was educating myself it was it was hard work it was really really hard work now I weren't under any illusion that when I started a business that it was just going to take off straight away I weren't under any, under any illusion I was quite realistic about that and thought you know I'll give myself anything between two to five years yeah to be able to become what I could, would consider myself successful yes um, um we have his own little goals and his own little measures oh. on success don't we you know but for me that I thought give me five years yeah. um so just just going back to that um I 
I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. No, don't touch. Um, so we set ourselves goals to try yeah. plan, not under any illusion. Yeah, yeah, that was it, yeah. I was just trying to explain that I weren't under any illusion that it were going to be something that were quick and easy and that people would start buying my product straight away. Yeah. Um, you know, and what I, what I wanted to do was not just focus on buying and selling products. I wanted to focus on a lifestyle for women and encouraging women to go out cycling. Yeah. So I sort of detracted away from the fact that sales, 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 pushing sales, pushing sales, to being a bit more personalized of I'm Janine. I've more of a personal branding around it and a lifestyle brand that, that were connected to that uh, clothing range. Um, it's the effort that I was putting in, I wasn't getting the return in the beginning. And that was quite hard. Oh, and it's soul destroying, you know, and, you know, and that already going into it feeling not very, very confident about it yeah. it just chipped away at you and that's why going back it's important to have the right people around you to yeah. keep bringing you back up and, and having a good routine <laughs> and right mindset you know and having a good routine to be able to deal with stuff like that yeah so yeah um and i would say for the first sort of nine months that it, it was a, a lot harder than what i actually thought but the first 12 months really and it's still hard now it's yeah. not easy now by any means, you know, but I did have that focus time of pushing the, pushing the business and getting the brand out there. The return that I got for it was not what I expected, you know, so um, that was disheartening again, you know, it was very difficult. Uh, I used social media platforms to get my brand out there and to, yeah. to sell and to try and direct people to my website. So I did the usual thing like, you know, making sure all my website was up to date, doing all the SEO work on it, doing blogs, you know, trying to, so I just expand into blogs because I'm thinking I don't want to be just posting on social media about selling because people just scroll straight past it. So, yeah. I, was, so I was thinking, you know, what value can I actually add to individuals, to women mountain bikers, to give them some encouragement, some advice around, um, you know to drive them to my website so that they could click on and look at the store as well but you know and again sitting down and writing a blog we know how, how hard and difficult that is and how time consuming it is you're putting oh. your work you're putting your work out there you're thinking somebody might challenge it you know again it's a mental aspect of trying to deal with that isn't it yeah you really do have to get to a point where not i don't care but you just have to think i'm putting it out there other people mm -hmm. do it and you know, some people do take a lot of, um, you know, criticism or flack or whatever you want to call it, but there's a lot of people that will get a lot of value as well. And I think you have to just, you know, what's the song? Like, hate is going to hate, hate, hate. I'm not going to sing yeah. it. But, you know, it is what it is. And I think you have to just think, well, you know, if I don't put myself out there, somebody else will. And I think you've just got to try and you've got to learn. So when you do get criticism or feedback, we'll call it, you know, I always say you've got to take it on the chin and you've just got yeah. to think, well, okay. And I know that you've actually got another string to your bow really through doing this because of where this has led. Yeah. You actually started, um, you know, a different um, stream of income kind of thing from, from not just your clothing range, it's actually expanding to a, um, you've almost got like potentially multiple streams of income coming in or you, you can have, aren't you? You've got, um, yeah. You know, like, I'm just talking about your trekking and your skills, <laughs> so I'm trying to like lead to that point. So, um, yes. if you about how you ended up sort of like expanding your business a little bit more from just a close, and I don't mean just, I'm, you know what I mean, from what you initially set out to do and how it Yes, yeah. So, you know, because I, I were, you know, things were slow, 
it's slow to get your business running, it's slow to get the sales. Uh, and I thought, right, you know, I do need to generate more income coming in. I need to look at what, what I can actually do. I've been mountain biking for many years. So um, I, de I decided to become a mountain bike coach. So I do social rides, do guided rides. I do uh, coaching sessions for people wanting to get into specifically into mountain biking, just making them so they're actually safe on the bike and they know how to handle a bike. Because yeah. if you don't know how to handle a bike, and you know, it can be quite dangerous. And if somebody falls off a bike, it, you know, it can be quite so yeah so so that that was so that was something that I particularly wanted to set up and I actually that was one of the skills that was transferred over from my professional career because I've always developed coached and you know um, professionally developed individuals that I've actually worked with so I found it quite easy to transfer that skills over to telling people and teaching people how to ride bikes safely as well so that was quite interesting I really yeah. I get a lot out of it I really get a lot out of it I can tell the passion that that is coming across straight away <laughs> like I'm buzzing, I'm buzzing. <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah um and that just that just continued progressing on really um to the point where um that was coaching sessions and a social guided rides um the only thing for me is that I enjoy it too I enjoy it that much that it's a balance between knowing what to charge and you know and and wh whether to do it for nothing because yeah. it's a fashion it's at the end of the day and it's, and, uh, it's but you've got yeah you've got to have a good business sense you know I'm exchanging my time you know for to, to, and my adding value to people by yeah. explaining to them how to ride a bike or I think a lot of people can relate to that because we all go yeah. into that from a passion point of view and you think, well, I only need to make a little bit and, and you don't realise that by by charging a small amount, you're almost devaluing, I always think you're devaluing the yeah. industry, so same with you really, like don't devalue your time or your experience, like you just said, you've got over 20 years experience doing what you're doing and you're giving that away for free and I think, I'm sure there's always things that you can do for free, but you know you do you do I know you and I know you do give a lot of value and so so that's the that's some of the um the um income streams that I've got and then yeah. realistically it's 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 moving on a little bit further now and particularly like um around uh, mountain bike mindset because I've, I've raced mountain bikes I've done a, a lot of work around sports psychology and mindset work um how to deal with overcome injuries how to uh, get your mind in the, in your right frame of mind for racing so i've set up another business line called mind fit bike fit okay. and so that is something that is like i said it's it'll be it's more of a, a coaching uh, so that is just in its infancy wow. but this is something that again it'll be targeted on online it'll be online there'll be resources for um mountain bike racers to specifically buy click on planners it'll be online you know courses so i'm quite excited about that as well wow oh, yeah. so gone from this full-time job you've cut your yeah. hours down to manage the two so you can sort of like uh, you know get your business out there a little bit more you've acknowledged some of the things that you could have done differently like your outsourcing and get people on board to help um you've gone from feeling sort of quite vulnerable to now you've not just got a clothing range you've got um your uh, your guided rides your trekking and, and your advice and your uh, and stuff like that and then you've got your this new adventure now um, yeah. <laughs> 
So I think, wow, <laughs> that's a journey and a half. When you when when you're actually saying it out loud, you don't actually realise what you're doing, do you? And I think that's why it's it's important to acknowledge those wins and those that progression because when you look back because it's incremental changes yeah. and you you know to your business you don't you don't actually or your, your personal and your mindset your whatever you're doing it's incremental you don't actually notice it until just you start on you so it's like it's just all the time non-stop yeah. that's why we need to sometimes have these journals so we can look back and assess and when you've now just said it out loud what an amazing journey you've actually yeah. got and, it, and it's been exciting it's been a bit turbulent it's been exciting and you know I've had to look at the business and think, right, okay, I'm in a position now where I expected it to be doing a lot better than it was. And right, okay, which direction do I need to go in now? Yeah. And going in that direction. But being mindful that we need to be working on them all and not just focus, you know, right, okay. So you're trying to do a bit of juggling plates, isn't it? That's what it Time is. Time management is another one that's going to be like, <laughs> a whole different topic, but yeah. um, we'll come into it, won't it? Um, but... I think especially, um, I think it's never been more relevant as now. So like, obviously we're in this pandemic and people are looking at their businesses and they are having to look at other avenues that they can take their business to keep themselves, you know, uh, relevant and up and running really. So you have got those exercises that you can focus on now. Absolutely. Do your trekking at the minute and that side of it. So you can still do your online stuff um, yeah. on that. And that's and what I'm finding is that um, there's a lot less man. Well, people still ride over winter time, but what they, the sales drop off throughout the winter period right. because people don't want to get the jerseys dirty. They don't want to, you know, that's that's just the way it is. What I would say is um, just on that is it is quite seasonal for the UK. Yeah. However, what I should have done is probably marketing in places like New Zealand and Australia. Wow! So yes, yeah, because it's there summertime. Yeah, and the thing is social media brings you closer together and it's only because I've been doing some more marketing, more social media that I've noticed that, you know, there's people that are following us now that are from the summertime to be able to sell some of those jerseys. Wow. So what I'll do then leading up to the winter time this year i'll start promoting and have some targeted uh, yeah. marketing uh, for those areas so i can continue with the sales over winter time so i was telling you that why well, i was telling you that, oh yeah because winter <laughs> winter no sales normally drops off yeah um and um i'd start doing the marketing around sort of like to promote it for springtime in april i'd do it about february time yeah. but with the current situation um you know I didn't think that people would be interested in sales. So I had just so, suddenly sort of like backed off a little bit thinking, oh, people's not going to have money. They're not going to have this. You know, people aren't working. They're not riding the bikes, not doing this. And I'd already talked myself into thinking yeah. that I weren't going to make any sales. However, what is really, really interesting is the fact that people have got more time on their hands. They're, they're scrolling on social media. Yeah. They're doing, they, are, they are still shopping. And I have had significantly more inquiries over the last wow. six weeks six to eight weeks than i have done you know over... what people have got time on the hands and i said this to a friend yeah. didn't I? she said oh, i feel guilty putting stuff out on social media and i said hang on a minute not everybody in the world is self-employed there's five percent of the population that's self-employed and you know they're the ones that are 
primarily suffering obviously i know there are other people out there and a lot has happened and people are losing their jobs and i'm not um taking anything lightly on that but there was also a lot of people who are still employed full-time and there's a lot of people furloughed and there's a lot of people sat at home mm -hmm. so they are yeah. still scrolling through and the amount of yeah. people said to me well someone said to me the other day oh i bought a hot tub because i had some extra money I thought, how much extra money have you got? <laughs> but people are looking what they can buy. And yes. the weather's so nice and we're so spoiled that we've got an hour's exercise we can do a day. Why not have a nice jersey to go with it? So. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so that, that totally unexpected, re unexpected, really. So I were expecting to be focusing on the other income stream. Yeah. Obviously, I can't go out mountain biking. I can't go out yeah. trekking. I can't do out do that sort of stuff. But it's also giving me um, the time, the headspace yeah. uh, to be able to focus on doing some more, trying to get more sales, trying to get the, build the brand again. And I say uh, build the brand again. I mean, build, like continue, know, uh, build yeah. the, you know what I mean? Go, yeah. more, get it out there more. Get yeah. it out there more. It and, just shows um, you should never assume anything though, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I made that, I, I made that assumption and completely got it wrong. Yeah. So I think that is a lesson to be learned. Just get it out there, get your business out there. Yeah. And uh, the other thing that we need to still be, be very, very relevant online, even though we cannot open our salon, yeah. we need to be very, very relevant. That's Tom Crystal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is, isn't it? I think for, for me now, it, it's just about, right, okay, continuing that momentum. Yeah. You know, continuing that, continue build, building on what I've already got, but also looking at diversifying into into the mind, mind fit, bike fit things as well. So, yeah, no, it's quite exciting. It's exciting times for me. Oh, really. I'm still excited for you. So, oh, wow. Thank you so much for coming on, Janine. It has been welcome. a pleasure to talk to you. And I'm actually buzzing from your journey because obviously <laughs> I, I I know where you've been. We've had so endless cups of tea um, chatting about stuff, but it's so exciting to see where you've come from, where you're going, and that you're still managing to do your job as well. So yeah. you must have a solid mindset. So um, <laughs> have you got any tips that you just want to leave people with today? Just um, just as a bit of a recap, uh, any just top tips to keep your mindset in order, that getting that balance and still having a job or whatever it is? I think... Um... I think for for me um, setting up this setting up the business for me I, in my head reality I wanted to walk away from my professional career and have a business that that could that was that was financially viable that I could live off and it's not played out like that at all so I think you've probably just got to be really quite realistic in in um, in your expectations and don't set your expectations too high strive for goals keep working towards goals don't set your expectations too high because in business when you when i've found that i'm setting up this business it's been a for the last 18 months two years it's been a a, a roller coaster yeah. <laughs> you know um but yeah yeah so that um just keep pushing forward have people around you to motivate you keep you going to keep you in the right mindset get yourself a routine get get yourself give yourself credit for where you have got yeah, yeah, absolutely. And get yourself one of these planners. Yeah, get a planner. These are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Janine. Thank you so much for your time today. I really, really appreciate it. But, no, you're welcome. Any anytime. Let's get further and do it again. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. We can chat for England, so yeah. I can't wait. <laughs>